0: Shalom this is Chazar Asher number 5, where Bistiyat HaDashmai will continue to discuss the halachos that apply to the cup of Netila Sedaim, and also we'll discuss the halachos uh, that apply to the water of Netila Sedaim. So let's begin. Uh, sometimes a person is in a situation where he doesn't have a cup, but he has a water in a reservoir. He has, uh, he's going on a hike with a family and there's a river, there's a lake. So the halacha is that river, lake, anything that's kosher for tevila, a person is allowed uh, to dip his hands in. Sometimes you'll have consolidated water uh, and the Shulchan Arche and Sif Yedalit Paskins that if you have consolidated water, even if it's not a kosher mikveh, meaning even if it's not 40 saw, if there's rainwater that's, uh, that's in a puddle, the halacha is that if your hands completely are submerged in it, the water isn't flowing uh, and it was never put into a kli, the halacha is you're allowed to dip your hands in that and use that as, uh, as water for Netila Sedaim. The Ramah argues, and he says that, adin, you always need to have a kashen mikveh. You can't just take a, a puddle, even though your hands are fully submerged, and even though the water isn't flowing, and even though it was never you know, put into a cup, still ideally, it's best to have uh, 40 sa'an. The Mishapura says that even the Ramah, from the Lashon of the Ramah, it's mashma, that if a person is in dire need, he's allowed. he can even dip his hands, into uh, a puddle of less than uh, of less than forty sot. So the example we gave is a person uh, is about to get into a car and it's going to be a, a long drive. That's not seventy two minutes. It's seventy one minutes. But his mom is starving and he hasn't. There's no other way to to get water. And there's a puddle of fresh rainwater right next to him. If his hands are completely submerged in in that uh, rainwater, even the Ramah would agree that you would be allowed to wash al-nitilas, to, to dip your hands in it and uh, and wash for bread. What is the bracha that you make when you dip your hands into, let's say, a mikvah, or an ocean, a river? Uh, what would be the bracha? So the Shulchan Aruch says you always make the bracha of al-nitilas sidaim, which is the regular bracha that you always uh, that you would always make. The Ramah, he argues and says, no, you should say al-tfilas Sidaim or al-shtifat yadaim. The Mishabruah uh, says, that Ashkenazim are really... Uh, follow the Shulchan Aruch, and the only exception would be water that is pussel if it was consolidated in a cup, but mutter if it's in a reservoir. In other words, when you have water, that if it would be consolidated in a cup, it would be pussel for the reasons that were learned in Simen um, Kuf Samich, right? For example, if the water is dirty, uh, if the water is not drinkable by an animal, uh, which would be pussel in a cup, but mutter in in, uh, if it was, you know, part of a mikvah, so then you would actually make a bracha of al Tvila Sidaim or al-shtifah sidayim. So lemaisa, uh, to summarize, practically speaking, if you have, uh, if you're dipping your hands in an ocean, where the Allah is that water that is, consoli- ocean water that's consolidated in a cup is going to be puzzle for netilas yadayim, but mutter if you dip it into the actual ocean itself, the shulchan aruch that you always make a bracha of al And the Rama, according to the the mishabura, the mishabura passim that ashkenazim Allah lemaisa. In such a situation, they should make a bracha of al tefilas yadayim because in that case the water is pasul uh, when consolidated in a cup, but when it's a in a mikvah, it's going to be mutter. The next thing uh, we discussed is the use of a faucet. And this is probably the most common shayla, if a person does not have a cup uh, and, but he is in a place that has a faucet, are you allowed uh, to use a regular faucet? So to a little bit of uh, background to this, we quoted the Gemara in Chulin and this is Nifzak from the Shulchan Arach in Siv Zayn, that if a person is watering his, uh, his field and he pours a bucket of water down a canal... Uh, and you're, you know, a little bit down far of the canal, and you stick your hands, uh, and you let the water, you know, wash over your hands. The luck is that that's not considered a good tefillah because the is that you need to have koach gavra. Koach gavra means when the water comes out, it needs to be coming from the power of an individual. So if you would have your hands right nearby of where the person on top pours the water, that would be considered a good netilah because it's it's coming from his force of uh, of of pouring it. But if your hands are all the way down the canal, uh, and then the, the, so then the the water is reaching you through the power of gravity and since it's reaching you through the power of gravity that's not considered koach gavra and that's not going to be considered uh, a good a good netila and therefore the shulchanach and siv tas that if you have a barrel that has a spout and you lift up the spout and the water comes out so that first initial blast that comes out is considered koach gavra because it came from your opening the spout but the water that continues to flow out you know when the spout is open that's not koach gavra that's more like having your hands down the canal where it's coming out out of a uh, it's coming out because of the, because of the force of gravity. So in such a, a barrel, if you want to wash your hand, the way to do it properly is to constantly open and close the faucet of this barrel. Uh, so like that, every burst that comes out, every initial burst, is considered uh, koch gavra. And this is how the Orle, the Orle Tzion, interesting enough, he says that if you have uh, his his example is a olden day, you know, soda siphon, uh, or the example that we gave today is like a modern day uh, the the those orange igloo uh, coolers where If you constantly push the button, so then water is going to come out. Uh, But the second you let go of the button, so then water stops. So says Paschken Zorlatim that every second you're pressing that button, that's considered Koach Gavra. So if you have one of those big igloos and you don't have a cup, so the Allah would be you just press it, put your hand underneath, uh, and let it uh, even, and every second that the water is coming out is considered Koach Gavra. So the practical uh, example that we gave is the faucet that is found on a lot of. Uh, Shabbos urns, right? The faucet that is found on a lot of Shabbos urns that if you've ever been to Shavar Brachos or to Bar Mitzvah and they bring out like a big barrel of uh, of, of water for Netil HaSedayim so a lot of times they'll have these faucets that are found on Shabbos urns that if you pull it in one direction all the way down, it stays down and if you pull it in the other direction or you push it in the other direction so then and the second you let go, it will fling back right? So the luck is is that since that water is consolidated in a cleat, if you would push it down to the permanent on position and let the water come out so just so that initial blast that comes out is considered koach gavra and the rest of the water that's coming out is not considered koach gavra and would not be good for Natila Sedan. But if you push it in the direction where if you would let go, it would fling back to the off position. So that's similar to the orange igloo case where every second that you're holding it in place is considered koach gavra and it would be a good natila to put your hands... Uh, under under that. So that's everything we discussed up until now was with regards to Kli, right? So you have, you know, the, the igloo, you have the Shevar Brachos water, uh, you, know, you know, the big water uh, station that is used, to, that people use for the TLS Dime. So in those cases, Yutaka, you would not need a cup and it would be enough to use that as long as you have, uh, as long as it's Koach Gavra. Uh, the question that becomes is faucets that are connected to a building, uh, you're at an airport, could you use the bathroom faucet, there's no cups, it's late at night, could you turn the, could you turn the faucet on and off, in order to, uh, in order to use it for Nathil sedaim. so the Ramah, in Siv paskins that if you have, a, let's say your house is made out of stones, and you hollow out one of the stones, and you fill it with water, and then you stick a faucet to it, the halacha is that the water that comes out of there, is not considered uh, a kli, the, the, your stone that you hollowed out, is not considered a kli, and therefore it would be possible for Nathil just opening the faucet, and putting your hands underneath, would not work, because you're washing without a cleat. W- but, says the Ramah, if you have a cleat and then you connect it to the wall, so it's still considered a clean, you would be allowed to put your hands underneath. So it comes to Sholom Zalman and he passed against Allah Alam He says, when it comes to our faucets uh, in our house, um, since it 's connected to the piping system of the of the city you don 't have a clean and therefore opening and closing a faucet would not be considered a good a and Zalman goes so far as to say he says even if you have like a reservoir of water on top of your building let 's say you have a dude chemish that 's off, so the water that 's coming out is uh, is cold and it 's washable so even in such a situation, opening and closing the faucet would not be considered good for two reasons. Reason number one is that since the dude was always meant to be put into the building, so it's not considered like a clee that was, uh, you know, later on connected to the building that it still holds its shame clee. It's never considered a clee. It says number two, the dude has a lot of holes on the bottom. And since it has a lot of holes on the bottom to connect the pipes, it was never had a shame clee, and therefore you shouldn't use it. revavadya. Uh, he poskins that if you don't have a cup and you know that the water is in a, in a reservoir, so then the Allah is you would be allowed to open it and close it. I Meaning, if you know if the water is like in a Duchemish on top of your house, uh, you would be allowed to open and close it because we do view that as a as as a cle, so we discussed a few practical applications of the halachos that uh, that we just learned. So, practical application number one is an airplane. Yeah, let's say you're on uh, on an airplane uh, and you don't have a cup with you. Are you allowed to open and close the faucets in the airplane bathroom and use that as a netila? So, chora in an airplane, right here, you don't have the svar of Shlom Zalman that it's we. There's no cle. The 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 water is consolidated in a big tank on the bottom of the on the bottom of the plane. And the chora, it would seem that that tank is a kli. It's like a big, uh, it's a big kli. And when you open and you close the water, so it's coming out mikowach gavra. Just we mentioned that a lot of times in an airplane, when you press the on button of the of the button uh, of the of the faucet, so it will come out for like five seconds. It'll continue to come out for five seconds, ten seconds, whatever it is. So the Allah would be in such a situation that that first initial blast that comes out is considered kowach gavra, and the rest uh, would not be considered. Um, would not be considered uh, uh, a call cover. So what we said, what was interesting, and we pointed out, is that let's say you're in the bathroom and you have uh, only those small cups and your machmir, like the chazunish, that the shir revias is uh, 150 milliliters and not 86 milliliters like the, the cup is, right? So that, so it would be better to open and close the faucet uh, than to use those small cups because when you're opening and closing the, the faucet, you have uh, you have the all the waters in a reservoir under the under the under the plane, and when you open and close it, so it's considered a koach uh, that it's coming out. The next thing we discussed is, uh, is water fountains. Are let's say you're in the airplane, you're in the airport, uh, and there's no water in the, in the bathroom sink. There's no, excuse me, there's no cup in the bathroom sink. So could you use a, a water fountain? Why would a water fountain be different? Because a water fountain actually has a reservoir that holds the cold water inside the reservoir. So uh, according to Ravavadia, it would seem that, like here, you're stuck in the airport. If you open and close the, the, the water fountain, um, it would be good, and most water fountains, by the way, as long as you're pressing the on button, the water comes out, and in such a situation, every second that you're pressing it is considered, uh, is considered, is it would be considered, a good according to Shalom Zalmin, it could be that that won't work, uh, and the reason why it would be is because it was meant to be part of the building and part of the, of the, of the water fountain, and therefore it's not considered, really, its own uh, its own clue. So the Mesa, if you are in an airport, it would seem that the best thing to do to rely on Ravavadi and use a water fountain, uh, if you don't have a water fountain, and your flight isn't leaving for another 72 minutes, so then the halacha would be that you can use, uh, you can use a cloth, it's a or paskins that not having water or not having a kli is the same halacha. And therefore, if you won't get on the plane, where on the plane you would have water, right? so if the plane, if the flight isn't leaving for the next 72 minutes, the halacha would be that uh, you take a cloth, you cover your hands, and then you're able to, uh, to, to eat. So that was the, the sugya of, of the That a very interesting uh, halacha that we said. Just to summarize very briefly, number one is you need to have koach gabra, koach is that initial burst that comes out, unless you're constantly pressing it, and then every second is considered qualifier? That works only when it's when the water is consolidated in a, in a barrel, because then it's considered a kli, right? Number one, you need to have a kli. Um, and therefore, if you have quach gavra and a kli, so then it's a kashar natila. When the water is connected, when it's a fountain, when it's, a, excuse me, when it's a water faucet that's connected to a building, so you have koach gavra when you're turning the, the faucet on and off, but you don't have a kli. And since you don't have a kli, it's going to be problematic. And Revovadi Esmekel, when you have a kli on the roof that's holding up the water, and you're Opening and closing the sink, that would be okay because that would be considered Kwak Gavra plus uh, a Kli. We said on an airplane, you have a Kli um, and you would have quach Gavra when you open and you close the, the faucet. And similarly, uh, and therefore, Lachora, that would be okay because uh, it's not connected to anything. A plane flies in the air. Uh, with regards to water fountains, we said it probably Tali on uh, the Machokas of Mazalmin and they were according to Roshul Mazalmin, um, it would not be good, because we view it as connected to the wall, connected to the building, and it's not a Kli. Where according to Ravavadeh, we view the, the reservoir that holds the cold water in the water, in the water fountain as a, as a Kli, and therefore when you push the water fountain, that's Kuach Gavra, you have Kuach Gavra plus, plus a Kli, and therefore it would be considered a good uh, natila. The next thing we discussed uh, was the halachos of, of a pitcher. So we said if you have uh, a spout that is higher than the rest of the lip of the Kli. Or if you have a spout that's lower than the rest of the lip of the Kli, what is that? Luck? Where are you allowed to uh, pour it out? So the mishabura Paskins, and he basically says that the Kli is viewed from the lowest point of where the vessel can hold water. So if you have a spout where the spout is lower than the rest of the rest of the Kli. So the lowest point where the or the, the highest point where the, where the Kli can hold water is by the spout. Meaning if you fill up the, the, the cleat and the spout is the lowest point, so then it's gonna naturally start coming out of the spout. So the walls that are around the spout, right, the, the higher walls, those areas are not considered a clean. therefore the only place where you're allowed to wash out of using that is from the, is from the spout itself. And then vice versa, if the spout is higher than the rest of the lip of the cleat, so the water can only hold, the, the pitcher can only hold water up until the lip of the cleat. And therefore pouring it out of the spout would be considered pouring it out without a kli, and therefore the only place that would be kasher to pour that water out of would be out of the would be out of the the side, the lip of the kli, which is the, the lowest area. If the lip and the spout are equal, so then you can pour it out of uh, of uh, out of either side. And Lemaise, the of the says that some you know disagree with this and say that you can pour it out always you know even from the topper part or from the lower part it doesn't make a difference because the whole thing is viewed as a kli. Lemaise, the of the says to be Mahmer and the Alkat Yosef. Is, uh, is The next thing we saw is children. Children are, even though uh, young children, we said that they are kosher to do the natila for you. So unless say they there at night, you're allowed to stick out your hands and uh, have, uh, have your son or grandson or whatever it is, uh, you know, wash hands for you. Uh, with regards to nida, so a nida can also you know, wash her hands, even though she's tame quote unquote. She's not gonna she can still wash the hands of, of another of another person. But if she's married to that person, so then it's going to be Asser. Because one of these surah, one of the archakos is panaviyad of Vyadavragov and pouring water directly onto uh, her husband's hand while she's anida, Nida, that will be considered Asr. So those were the sigyas, those were the alakas that had to do with with the clean. Then we went on to discuss the alakos that have to do with the water itself. So we saw the Mishnah Yidayim. The Mishana gave us three um, very clear halachos that pertain to the water when the water is consolidated in a kli. Meaning the halachos are going to differ when you have water consolidated in a cle and when you have water that is in a natural kasher mikvah or reservoir of water. So when water is consolidated in a kli there's three things that it needs to have. Number one, the water needs to be kli. Number two, it needs, to be, uh, it needs to be clear. Meaning it needs to be clear. It needs to look like water. Number two is that um, it needs to be suitable for animals to eat. And then number three is that no melacha needs to be... Uh, the, the water could, if the water was used to perform a specific task, then it's going to passel the water, right? So those are the three criteria that are, that are needed when, uh, when, when using, uh, when using uh, water for neti'el time. that's consolidated in a cup. So the first psul that we discussed was the psul of color. The Shulchan Arach and Aleph says that if the water changes colors by itself or you added some dye, whatever it is, it doesn't make a difference. Once the water is discolored, it is no longer good for, for uh, for when it's consolidated in a cup if it's in a mikvah or an ocean or whatever it is it's still going to be kasher but if it's consolidated in a cup and the water changes color therefore it's, not, it's automatically not going to be considered a good, uh, a good water that could be used for netil sedam so we discussed a few uh, practical cases a lot of times when you fill your cup up with water so you're going to have it's going to look cloudy it's going to look milky is that going to be okay are you allowed to use that cup or not so we saw the mishabura who says that the, the Shulchan Aruch Pasch that if you have water that's mixed with a little bit of dirt or sand or, and it looks a little cloudy, Shulchan Paskins Paskin that you're allowed to use that water for natila Sadaim. Why is that? He gives two reasons. Reason number one is a Shulchan Arach who says that, um, that, that since water is normally collected with a little bit of dirt or a little bit of sand that's mixed in, so that's the normal way to collect water and even though it's a little bit discolored, it's okay. The Prima Gadem gives a different reason why it would be mutter and he says the reason why it would be mutter is because eventually if you, you know, hold the cup in the same place, that dirt or sand will settle to the bottom and then the color will go back to its original clear uh, color. And that's why the halacha is that you're allowed to use water that's mixed with a little bit of dirt and a little bit of sand. So comes the minchas and he says, when you have your cloudy, milky water that just came out out of the faucet, just came out of the tap, uh, so it would depend on these two reasons. According to the Prima Gadim, who says that you know, since eventually the, the dirt will settle, uh, therefore it's considered water. So same thing over here. With your cloudy water, if you let it sit after a few minutes, uh, the, the cloudiness will leave and you'll have a clear cup of water. According to the Shulchan Aruch HaRav, Shulchan he says that when you have water mixed with dirt, the reason why you're allowed to use that water is because that's the natural way to retrieve water when you have water that's coming out that's all cloudy that's not the natural way that it comes out uh that, you know from from the from wherever you're retrieving water and also a lot of faucets it doesn't come out uh cloudy right those 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 clouds. The reason why the why it comes out cloudy is because when the water is pressured into the pipes, it creates these little uh, these little bubbles. The mice the revel Yashiv, Rishon and the Arlitzion all of them uh, argue, and they allow to use the water even if it's a little cloudy for uh, for Sedaim. And the Orl-Litzyon, uh basically Paskins, and he explains this even the Shulchan Aruch who right, according to the Prima Garden, for sure matter because eventually it's going to settle. But even according to the to the Shulchan ar where the p'sul is, that's not the normal way of retrieving the water, he's also going to say that it's Matar-Why, because over here, when is water or when it's discolored, when it's actually discolored, when there's some sort of dye, some sort of something that's dyeing the color, right? But over here, it 's nothing right it 's just a temporary, uh temporary bubbles that were pushed in um, you know and 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 uh, and therefore it's not it doesn 't change the it 's not considered like the water changes color and therefore it's going to be uh, it 's going to be mutter what was the, the other case that we discussed is sometimes you have a little bit of soap that 's left over in your uh in your uh, in your Negev cup, and when you fill it up, you suddenly have a big layer of foam uh, on top. Are you allowed to use that for dime? So we said, according to the prima godim, since eventually it's going to settle, for sure it's going to be uh, for sure it's going to be allowed. And the chazan passing things like that. Allah he says that that water that's discolored, similar to what we said before, water that's discolored, it's only going to be Asr if it actually fuses with the water, it becomes one entity, right? But if it's not one entity, so then it's not going to be um, then it's not going to be. Um, if it's not one entity, meaning if, if it eventually will separate, then we, we don't view it as, uh, as discolored and it's going to be, uh, you're going to be allowed to use. Another classic example of what you're not allowed to use is, is Coca-Cola. Using Coca-Cola will be a problem because it's dark. It's dark black. Sprite could be. Um, that, that's, going to be, uh, that's going to be okay. Back to the soap case. If you have soap in the Nagel cup, so we said that it would be okay according to the Chaz Unish, only if a dog would drink from it, right? Because we still have that other psual that, uh, that a dog, uh, if a dog drinks from it, so it's going to be us. Awesome. The next thing we discussed is water that melacha was done, that it was used for a specific melacha. If you have water that was used, right? The Mishnah in Yadayim, of water that was used for a specific melacha is going to be pasal, for nitiyasidaim. So, for example, if you take a piece of bread and you dip it in water just to soften it, so that's going to be that's going to passle the water. Or if you take, uh, you have water that's freezing cold and you put a bottle of wine inside in order to chill the bottle, so then it's going to be, um, then it's going to pass it. The Shulchan Aruch then goes on and he continues and he, he says in sieve Bs, he says, if you use the water to wash dishes, so the water is going to be pasul for Nitil Sadam because it was used for something. But he says, only if the dishes were dirty, if the dishes were clean, so then it didn't really use anything, right? And therefore, it wasn't considered a, you know a usage of the water and then it's going to be, okay, now why is water that was used for something so the Bru explains that since it's eventually going to be poured out, even if the water is clean, it doesn't make a difference. As we say since it's eventually going to be poured out, uh, therefore it's not rooi for netila sedaim and pashas means that it's not befitting. Meaning even if it's clean and you would theoretically use it again after it was used, you know for for cooling the 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 the, the bottle of wine. Since it was um, since it was already used for something, it's not proper to use it for uh, for. Uh, Now, there's two caveats to this halacha, that when you have water that was used for something, that it becomes pasal. Caveat number one is that it needs to be done by meaning if you intentionally use the water to clean it, so then it's going to be asa. But if you accidentally... Um, you know, use the water for something and you didn't intend uh, to do it, so then it's not going to be a problem. So, for example, a piece of bread accidentally falling into a, a cup of water, that's not considered using the water and therefore it's going to be or, or uh, you know, a fork that had a little bit of dirt on it that fell into your Nagavasa cup and it cleaned the fork. Since your intention wasn't to do that, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be okay. The second um, exception is that if the water uh, let's say in the case of of cooling down uh, the bottle of wine so it's only going to be considered um, a malacha that the water was used for a malacha if it actually cools down the bottle of wine but if you put the bottle of wine in cold and the water is just preserving its current temperature so then that's not considered a malacha that's going to be that's going to pass it. So the l'maysa what we saw from here, from the Shulchan and vase is that water that's used for specific melacha, it's not befitting to be used again for an etil sedam, and it's going to be pasal. We gave three very important and classic examples. Someone wants to heat up a, a baby bottle, so he fills up the nagavasa with hot water, and he puts the baby bottle inside. The leftover water is going to be pasal, because it was used to heat up the bottle. Next, we talked about a cooler. If you have a cooler that you fill up with water and ice, right? And we mentioned specifically water and ice, um, and you put in Cold, if you put in a you know room temperature cans of coke or beer or whatever it is, since that water mixture was used to heat up, uh, was used excuse me to cool down the beer or the the can of coke that you had, the halacha is that that uh, that mixture. Of uh, 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 that water can no longer be used for netil sedam. However, if you put in the, the the can of Coke, freezing cold, and the water was just used to preserve its current uh, temperature, the alach is that it could be used for uh, could be used for sedam. Just in parentheses, if the cooler was just filled with ice, so then there are shittas who say that it's okay because it was never meaning when it turned into water, so then it, it wasn't really used to cool off. But Lamaisa, most of the times there's water that's uh, mixed in because that's, we said, the, the fastest way and the best way to cool down something is if you have a mixture of water and ice. And since you have the mixture of water and ice uh, and you Put the water in in order to cool it down. So, if the can of Coke was warm and you actually used it to cool it, it's going to the water that's in the cooler is going to be pasal. And if it was used for, um, if the cans of Coke went inside and they were freezing cold and it's just preserving it, the water that's inside is going to in the in the cooler is going to be okay. The next thing we saw is 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 uh, flowers. Could you use water that were placed in uh, that were that were used for flowers? So the Ben Ishchai Paskins that it's going to be aser to use that water, because those waters were used for a malacha of preserving the, the, the flowers and, and making them grow. That is Chazara, Shear number five.